Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. Praise God, praise God. So we're carrying on with our series on angels. We're carrying on with this series on the supernatural. We've spoken a little bit about Satan's kingdom and we've spoken about the things that happened in the heavenly realm. But what is the function of angels? That is what we're asking today. We firstly turn to Hebrews 1 and verse 14. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve those who are to inherit salvation? So have you inherited salvation? If you have, then the angels are ministering spirits that are sent out in the service of God for the assistance of those who are to inherit salvation. Of course they are, says the Bible. And then if we go to the Passion Translation of that same scripture, what role then do the angels have? Because this is the question that we're asking. Why are there angels? What, What are they about? The angels are spirit messengers sent by God to serve those who are going to be saved. So even before you are saved, there's an angel or angels dedicated to you. And they are doing nothing until the day you give your life to God. Then they step in and start operating on your behalf. Then they step in and start working through you. Okay? So the angels in the Aramaic, we can translate it like this. The angels are spirit winds of ministry sent to minister to those destined to receive salvation. So it's there for every saved person on earth. That means you have an angel or two or three or four assigned to you since birth. And the angels are glad to minister to us for they see us in Christ. They are sent by God and their whole being is about fulfilling what He wants. They want to serve God through serving you. The same way that me as a pastor, I serve God by serving this church. I'm not preaching to Jesus this morning. I'm preaching to you. But it's for my love for Christ that I'm doing this. And that is why the angels are exactly, out of their love for Christ, they want to serve you. Angels are God's messengers. So they will bring messages from Christ. Spiritual beings created by God and under His authority. Let's look at Colossians 1 and verse 16. For by Him all things were created, we're talking about Jesus, that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. So He's saying there is a spiritual realm, there is an invisible realm, and that was created by God as much as what the visible realm was created by God. Last night again, I saw a photo of the heavenlies, of of the stars and so on. And it was just so beautiful. It was so amazing, all the colors and the brightness and the depth of the universe. God created the visible, but He also created the invisible. Sure. Whether thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created through Him and for Him. Angels are created for Christ. 
more importantly, they're not just flying around there in heaven. They are here on earth. They are here to minister to us. They are here to change things. Angels are tremendously strong, but they all bow down to the name of Jesus. They are here to add their strength to what you do. Okay, so let's look at some of their functions. We've already looked at Hebrews 1 verse 14, that they are here to minister to us as believers. That's their number one function. Number two, they're here to protect us. Matthew 18 and verse 10, that do not corrupt one of these little ones. For I can assure you that in heaven each of their guardian angels always sees the face of my heavenly Father. So Matthew 18 and verse 10 says that every little one has an angel that is a guardian angel, and that those guardian angels always sees the heavenly Father. So we have to know that if every little baby has a guardian angel, the angels doesn't just disappear when you grow up. They stay with you. They are there to take you through. You don't have to see them with your natural eyes to know that they're there. You've just got to become spiritually aware then you'll know that they are there. You have a guardian angel that's assigned to you from birth. You have an angel that's working with you, and he belongs to you. He'll be with you all the days of your life. He's always before the face of the Father. So he is there interacting between you and God all the time, making sure that you get closer to God. Elisha was telling his servant when they were surrounded by a large Syrian army, the servant was afraid, but Elisha said, Do not fear, 2 Kings 6 and verse 16. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. We all know that scripture well, that they were there, they looked in the natural, and they were outnumbered. Now, in the natural, you might be outnumbered this morning. There might be nowhere else for you. You might look and say, how do I overcome the odds that are against me? It's one to a thousand. But suddenly, if you allow God to open your spiritual eyes and realize that you are in the majority just because you are God's child, just because He's on your side, you and God are always the majority. You and the Angel armies that are assigned to you are always the majority. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are against us. When the servant opened his spiritual eyes, he saw an army of angels and chariots of fire surrounding the entire Syrian army. So I don't know what faces, situations you're facing. I don't know what your challenges are this morning. But I can tell you this that you are in the majority because he's on your side. Angels proclaim God's messages. In Revelations 14, verse 6 and 7, it says, Then I witnessed another angel flying in the sky, carrying a message of eternal good news to announce to the earth. So when we start declaring God's good news, we are coming in alignment with the angels that are on that assignment to announce to the earth, to every tribe, language, people, and nation. Oh, stay there. I just need to go on that for a moment. You see, if you're a Christian, that scripture 
immediately erases all kinds of racism that you could possibly have in your mind. Because if the angel is on a message to take something to every tribe, every language, every people, and every nation, who do you think you are to speak against any nation? Who do you think you are to say, I don't care that the angels are on an assignment to reach every single nation, but I'm going to think I'm above some nations. I'm going to think I'm more important than somebody else. There's no space for a creationist, somebody who believes God created all people equal, to ever operate in every form of racism. And we have to continually bow down and repent from every form of um, racism. Read this scripture, make it your heart's content. Then I witnessed another angel flying in the sky, carrying a message of eternal good news to announce to the earth, to every tribe, language, people, and nation. Nobody is excluded from the grace of God. Nobody is outside of the promises of God. There is an angel assigned to every nation, every tribe, every land, every people. And God is trying to reach them all. And we have to come into alignment as the church of God with those angels. And you cannot do it with any racism in your heart. Sure. Verse 7. With a loud voice he shouted, you must reverence God and glorify Him. That is the one thing that will always let you know if any spirit that is ministering to you is of God or not. You must reverence God and glorify Him is always the refrain of every single angel. If it's not doing that, it is a demonic thing. If it tries to lift you up or tries to lift another person up or tries to do anything else, but glorify God, it's not of God. You must reverence God and glorify Him. For the time has come for Him to judge. Worship at the feet of the Creator of heaven, earth, sea, and springs of water. We have to worship at the feet of the Creator. That's the message that the angels will bring always. Fall down in worship and your problems will change. Your issues will change. Your perspective will change. Your victory will change. On your knees, you will win your battle. That is the message that the angels are bringing. Whoa. Number four, angels carry out your deliverance. The righteous cry out. Psalm 34 and verse 7. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. God is a deliverer to get you out of your trouble. No trouble is too big for God to deliver you out of. And I'm preaching to myself. No trouble is too big for God to deliver you out of it. One example of the angels delivering God's people is found in Acts 12. Peter had been arrested and was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with chains in prison and surrounded by guards. You might be in a place where you are surrounded, where you think there's no escape. Then Acts 12 and verse 7 and an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Oh, there's an angel saying to you, Arise quickly. There's an angel saying to you, Arise quickly. Whatever is holding you captive is just falling off at the word 
of the angels speaking. You see, his chains fell off his hands. You are dealing with angels. Nothing in the natural can stop their progression. No bars, no chains, no doors, no fences, no enemies can stop what the angels are doing. The angels know what to do, and the chains just fell off Peter as the angel spoke. Anything holding you back from your deliverance is no match for God's army of angels. Nothing but nothing in the natural can overcome the supernatural. The supernatural is higher up. So we have to become aware of the supernatural. We have to push in for it and expect it to change something. So I believe that already I've shared some things on angels. My wife is going to come now and wrap this up and tell you more about the authority of the angels. Come, my beauty. Hey, family. Angels are under God's authority. And angels are in submission to the authority of the word of God. I want you to look quickly in 1 Peter 3 verse 22. And it's talking about Jesus who is now in heaven at the place of supreme authority next to God. The very powers of heaven, including, say with me, including every angel and authority now yield in submission to him. They yield in submission to Jesus Christ. They acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord, as the supreme authority in the entire universe. Amen. So I want to ask you, can you really command angels? Do you have authority over angels? Can you actually set angels to work on your behalf? Can you? Where you're sitting right now, nudge the person next to you if there's someone with you and ask him that question and say, hey, wake up. Can you command an angel? Hey? So let's see what happens, all right? Our responsibility as believers is to make sure that we are doing the will of our Father and that we are putting His Word the Bible, the spoken word in our mouths, okay? Let's look Psalm 103, verse 20 in the Amplified Bible. Bless the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his commandments, obeying the voice of his word. How do they, what do they do? They obey the voice, that means something is spoken of what? The word. Angels give heed to the spoken word of God. Amen? They carry out God's commands and are obedient to what God says. Remember, they in complete submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the living word. When we as believers walk and declare God's word, angels can move on our behalf. That's pretty cool, okay? Angels are here for a purpose. They are yet to establish God's covenant in our lives. So how do you release angels to work on your behalf? And come on now, some of you need some angels to do some mighty big things on your behalf. Am I right? If you need an angel, hashtag angels. 
Come on. Let's get it going there. All right? Listen to this. How do we release them to work on our behalf? With our words. The Bible says, life and death is in the tongue. So, when you speak the word of God, you are enabling your angels that God has assigned to you from birth, your guardian angels. You are enabling them to act on your behalf. Does that make sense? Do you get that? Angels are always carrying out God's plans and purposes. If you look in the Bible, throughout the Bible when there's been angels, they were carrying out God's plans and purposes. To do a study, go have a look at angels in the Bible. There's so much. An angel's job is always to carry out God's plans and purposes and to glorify God. Because they are created beings in submission and under authority to Jesus Christ. The angels haven't retired. Okay? They're still angels. All right? Just because in our world of society today, we think, oh, we're so sophisticated. Well, i got news for you. God's word does not change. He doesn't change like shifting shadows. Has he not said it and will he not do it? Amen? He's the same. He's the same. So you have authority in the name of Jesus where your, your angels are concerned. When you as believers speak the word of God, your angels come to attention. What situation are you facing? What crisis are you facing? Hey, you know, I have this picture. I see things in cartoon form. <laughs> That's me. I love to picture things. And there I see a believer, and he's going through a hard time. And he's got his angels standing ready, and they're standing ready, and they're saying to him, speak the word, speak the word, speak the word. And they, come on, speak the word, that scripture, speak it, speak it. And the believer gets over himself, and he speaks the word, and declares, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And the angels, oh yeah, okay, now we bring healing, or we go bring provision. Let's go, let's go. And off the angels go. And then the believer of yes, and he says, oh, but I don't know if God wants to do it for me. What happens to the angels? They stop in their tracks. Because you've just canceled out the word of God. So they can't perform the word of God by your negative speaking. Come on. You limit the angels to act on your behalf when you continually speak death. I have a picture sometimes. <laughs> and the angel's standing there. Okay, Mandy's giving the word. She's speaking the word. Let's go. Let's do this. Ugh, no, we can't. She's changed her mind again. She's criticizing. She's bemoaning the fact that woe is she. Speak the word of God. Keep the confession of God's worth continually in your mouth. It enables your angels to go out and to work on your behalf to bring about God's plans and purposes in your life. What are you speaking right now? What is your confession? Have you been confessing one thing 
and then speaking negative? Doesn't the word say a double-minded man mustn't think he will receive anything from God? Don't one moment speak life and the next moment you speak death? That causes confusion. Speak only the word of God. Declare only what God's word says and you enable your angels to bring about God's purposes for your life. Amen. Let me just have a sip of water here. Angels ensure your protection. Psalm 91, we know that. Psalm 91. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands, they will bear you up. Where are you going? Are you going into a difficult situation? Are you facing unknown challenges? You don't know what tomorrow brings? Then you declare, God, you have given your angels charge over me. You will keep me in my ways. And Father God, the angels will bear me up and no harm shall befall me. Is that your confession? Oh, oh God, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. That's what we do. We lose focus of the word of God. And all we can see is the problems. Instead of, God, yeah, there's challenges tomorrow. But I declare, God, that you will protect me according to Psalm 91. You will bring me through according to Psalm 91. According to Psalm 23, God, you will lay a table for me in the presence of my enemies. That's how you speak. Keep declaring the word. Keep speaking the word of God. Hallelujah. You know, when you speak, for instance, just example, Psalm 91, over your family, over your finances, over your circumstances, you're actually, uh, it's, it's almost like you're employing God's angels to work on your behalf. Isn't that a cool term? All right. They are there to serve you and to protect you. It could save your life. Krefler Dollar said many times, had it not been for angels, he wouldn't be there. He has a testimony of his. And this is what he says. Years ago, Krefler Dollar speaking, I was in a car accident so bad that when the police showed up, they called the coroner. They thought everybody was involved was dead. I was riding in a truck with other ministers to a finance convention in Sacramento, Caliph, when somebody ran a red light and struck the truck we were in. When the car hit us, I saw my angels hovering in front of me. I'm confident it is because of them that my life was redeemed from destruction. Satan has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. God has come to give me life and in a life in abundance. When I quote that, immediately my angels are empowered. Our angels are big. They are strong. They are mighty. We don't have wimpy angels. You know what? I think if we could see in the spiritual realm, and, and you could see people's angels, there's some angels that have been exercising their muscles, and their swords are shining, and there's others that are standing. Please speak the word. Just speak the word. Just speak the word. 
and they can't act. Their hands are tied because that believer is only focusing on the negative and on, our pro on the problems. We have to lift our eyes. We have to realize we have huge authority. We have the authority all the authority in heaven and earth because Jesus Christ paid the price and he gave us all authority on earth. We can tell beings to do the will of God. We do it by speaking God's word. Amen. Years ago, I was on a camp in Port Elizabeth and I was walking along the road and there was quite a sharp bend and the cars would come along, have to slow down, and then take the corner, and then come past where I was walking. And as I was walking, I looked up, and a car came skidding around the corner, and it catapulted, not rolled, it catapulted, head over heels, nose over, boot over bonnet. And it came, and it stopped on its bonnet, upright in front of me like this. And I looked at the drivers, there was two guys, they were sitting there. I looked at them, eye level like this, through the windscreen. And then the car toppled over and fell onto its wheels. And it was like it hit an invisible wall in front of me. I didn't see the angel, but I know this, that my angel stood there and he protected me. Come on. How many times haven't angels been on assignment to protect you where you should have died? And you think, sure, that was a narrow escape. Come on. Hey, God is working on your behalf and he has issued angels to protect you. Speak the word of God. Declare God's word out loud from your mouth so your angels can give heed to the spoken word of God and act on your behalf. Angels don't read your mind. You've got to speak. You've got to speak, and you speak the word of God. When you speak the word of God, the angels say, come, let's go do this. Mandy's speaking the word of God. Look, she's praying the word of God. Let's go. Let's go work on her behalf. Are you speaking the word? Are you getting your angels motivated and excited to perform the word of God? Angels are there to minister to you. God will sometimes send angels to come and just lay their hand on you when you're in trouble. Declare his word. The Holy Spirit, you are my comfort. And the angel will come and lay his hand on you. And for some reason, you'll begin to feel peace and, and restoration. It's not just for some reason. It's because even despite your circumstances, even despite what you're feeling, even despite loneliness, even despite negative reports, you declare, God, your word is true. I believe your word above all else. Your word, God, has supreme authority. Nothing phases your word. Jesus, you are in complete control. And the angel comes and rests his hand on your shoulder. You can suddenly breathe. <sighs> and you get over your speed wobble. You get over your pity potty. And faith begins to rise. Come on, believers. Let's change our circumstances. Let's speak the word of God and get our angels to move on our behalf. Not only our behalf, 
on behalf of our families. You know, choose today not to speak negative. Choose today to find a word for your family. Find a scripture and pray it out loud over your family. Don't get negative if after three days you don't see something. There's a story in the Bible with Daniel where the angel was delayed. Sometimes they're delayed because there's spiritual fights happening. Don't stop speaking the word. I read a book many years ago by um, Frank Peretti, The Present Darkness. And in this book, he describes how the angels, uh, their hands are tied when believers don't speak God's word, don't pray. The more we pray in the spirit, the more we speak and declare God's word, the more our angels somehow get um, like animated and empowered and like, you know, I picture it in the mind like they get this power surge. And the power just all around them. So as I'm preaching right now, I'm aware of angels around me. I can't see them, but I know they're here. And you know what they're doing? They're lifting their hands in worship of the Most High God. So irrespective of your circumstances, you have angels right next to you that are saying to you, worship God, worship Jesus Christ and Him only. Trust Him. Trust God today. Trust His Word. We don't pray to angels. We don't worship angels. They are ministering spirits, ministering servants sent to do our bidding with the Word of God. That's what the Bible says. You know, Satan might appear as an angel of light. But Satan will never lift up Jesus Christ, as Dad said. In 2 Corinthians 11, Satan transformed himself into an angel of light. Kenneth E. Hagen, the great late Kenneth E. Hagen said, Just stay faithful to God. If he sees fit, a, be a believer might have a divinely granted appearance of an angel. If he doesn't, that's fine too. God is the one that grants these things as he wills. Don't go looking out for angels. But if you should see one, or hear one, say, Lord, I give you authority and I give you honor. Have your way in my life. If you should have an angelic visitation, if it's from God, no angel will say anything else but the will and purposes of what is in God's word. And he will glorify God, he or she. You know, I don't know. There's angels and these angels, all kinds of angels. But I know this, that God has signed angels to us from birth. You are not alone. You are not alone. They are there to protect you because Jesus loves you so much. You know, we, we, we speak that scripture, one shall chase a thousand, two shall chase ten thousand. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe we don't just have one guardian angel. 
Maybe we don't just have two. Maybe we got a thousand or more. Come on. Hey, the more we declare God's word, hallelujah, the more the angels are moving. Don't get despondent where you are. What is the situation you're facing? What is the challenges that your family is facing right now? I dare you today to declare God's word. I dare you this next week, speak the word out. Declare it so your angels can go on assignment to minister to you, to your family. Hallelujah. That is what it's about. Come on. And if you don't know Jesus, if you've never encountered the supernatural love of Jesus, I want to tell you right now, you can have an encounter with Jesus Christ, the King of the universe, the Lord of Lords. And as you get to know him in a relationship, you will learn about his word and learn who he is because it's about Jesus. All these other things are side matters except to the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus loves you beyond measure. And I want to pray for you today to give your life to Jesus. Nothing else in life matters except Jesus Christ in a real living relationship with him. Not religion. Jesus was opposed to religion but a real living relationship with Jesus. Won't you pray with me? Won't you say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Forgive my sins. Make me alive in you. Show me who you are. And let me feel your love. I thank you from this moment. You are my Lord and Savior. That you have risen from the dead. And you're seated with God. And you've given me the keys to eternal life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love. Amen. I want to say, family, if you've prayed that prayer, then you're part of the family of God. And you have authority now over angels by speaking God's word. Everything has to line up to the word of God. Every single thing in heaven and under earth and beneath the earth has to line up to the word of God. The word of God is Jesus Christ and him glorified. And I want to ask if there's anyone that needs healing, I want to pray for you. If you need healing, just say. If you want healing for a friend, just say. If you need God to, to do provision, just say. Because I'm going to pray. And as I pray, God is going to release angels on assignment to work on your behalf. Amen. Just say what you need prayer for. I'm going to start praying. Father God, I pray for everybody that has put names of people up or are sick themselves. In the name of Jesus, I declare, by the stripes of Jesus, you have been healed. So take that person's name, take your own name and say, I have been healed. Or say, John has been healed or whoever. In the name of Jesus, and angels of healing, bringing ministry of healing is released right now. Restoration in the name of Jesus. 
Lord God, you said in your word that you've come to give us life and life in abundance. And that means abundance in every single area, body, soul, spirit. I speak abundance right now over people's finance. I declare financial prosperity in the name of Jesus, because that is the very nature and heart of God. I declare your finances are to prosper in Jesus' name. Rabaka, even as your soul prospers, your finance prosper in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you that there is nothing too hard for you to do. And as we speak and declare your word, your angels are running to and fro to perform that word. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, that you are for us and that you are not against us. Thank you, Father God. Because of Jesus, we have access to everything that is in heaven. Thank you, Father God, because of Jesus, you set a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Thank you, God, you provide for our every need. If you care for the birds in the field, the sparrows and the flowers, how much more won't you care for me, Lord, or each one of us there? So we thank you, Father God, for your word, that your word doesn't return to your void, but it accomplishes that which you've sent it to do, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Family, you have authority. Speak the word of God. Declare the word of God and get your angels moving on your behalf. Love you all. Be blessed. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.